I have been in the financial services industry for well over 30 years, and during that time, the majority has been spent doing advanced wealth transfer and estate planning. The number of times that banks violate the laws, rules, and regulations when it comes to the unlicensed practice of law continues with a high degree of frequency. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Bytes on Connecting Dots. And make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. Generally speaking, most people who are in the financial services industry write extensive blogs and posts about things that I know you're not all that interested in. One of the things I will tell you that we work very hard on here at Fixed Cost Financial is to talk about things that are actionable, connecting the dots, things that you can use right now. Now, let me make one thing perfectly clear. I am opposed to banks being in the multifaceted financial services industry. During the Clinton administration, the federal government repealed what's known as the Glass-Steagall Act. It was one of the worst things that ever occurred in our nation. The consolidation of money management in the hands of just a few chief executive officers is astoundingly anti-American. Let me make it clear that we need to have banks in this country. But the inability for many to engage in banking is a big deal. One of the items we will be presenting as a deep dive in an upcoming Connecting Dots podcast, and something that I have spoken extensively about with my clients, is the conundrum that many people face because they're unable to obtain basic banking services. Now, I'll give you a little insight into something that many people are not aware of, and that is the fact that the post office, yes, the post office, was in the past the source for most banking in the country. That situation probably needs to be revisited. And here's the reason why. We have this massive push towards an all-digital currency. People want to eliminate physical currency And a lot of it is politically motivated. You see, what happens is when you have an all-digital currency, you're controlled that much more. And people who don't like what you have to say, who are in power, can shut down your free speech. Now, how can they do that? Well, see, here's the thing. There are some of us who believe that even if it's repulsive, and I completely disagree with it, I support your right to free speech. But... When you have men and women who cannot transact business because some find their speech offensive and therefore they not only shut them down on the internet, but they deny them access to basic banking privileges, well, that's a real problem. Look, banking in today's world has become a utility. It should be a right. It's like water. It's like air. It's like electricity. You have to have it. And so one of the things in Washington, unfortunately, Republicans and Democrats will never get this done until somebody kicks them in the rear end. We need to have open banking. It's one thing to have mind control, but it's another to have financial control. And when I see these things happening in our country, I can't help but go back to the Cold War era when the United States was fighting Russia. Look, if you cannot bank, they have control over you. And as a result, this is why big banks are aggressively getting more and more into the financial services business. And so you walk through the door, they want to refer you to everybody in the possible 
to do this, that, or something with you, get you a credit card, get you a mortgage, get you other banking services, take money away from whoever you're working with, it's got to be all wrapped up in that bank. And then they want to do your estate planning so they can charge big fat commissions in some way, shape, or form through their trust department to settle your estate. Now, if you want to see what high fees are, look at what banks charge when it comes to trust administration. Now, this applies to your local branch facilities where employees such as tellers and branch managers often engage in what is known as the unlicensed practice of law. It's a crime in the state of Florida. Just about every state, it's a crime to give legal advice, okay? They're not licensed attorneys. It's one thing to give information, which is what we do all the time here on a big, broad basis, but we never provide legal advice. We have disclaimers that talks all the time about the fact that we do not provide legal or tax advice. You see, that's the sole domain of a licensed attorney. But today, once again, I have a situation where I have to deal with a bank that is well-known and federally chartered. This bank has had more troubles with the regulators and Carter has pills. They've engaged in felonious behavior on a grand scale. But things don't change. Look, a bad apple continues to be a bad apple. And we had a client call and, well, they had a person at the bank tell them that they should terminate their living trust. Because living trusts are dangerous. So we would have to retitle all of their accounts and get it out of the name of the trust and into their individual name. Now, our staff immediately knew what to do, talked them through it, and told them again why they did their living trust years ago and why they should not listen to somebody who is a branch manager or a teller. What really burned me up is not the fact that we wasted time dealing with this, but the fact that our client stated that, well, the branch manager reportedly said that the client should only use the legal department at the bank. That really burns me up. Now, this is an untrained person who wants the bank to be the legal advisor to the client. And here's the kicker. They were pretty aggressive in wanting the client to move their excess cash that they have in savings and checking into their investment advisory and brokerage practices at the bank. I got to tell you, this really burns me up, but unfortunately, regulators don't do anything about it. And frankly, it's really no different than these spam telephone calls you get all the time. It continues to go on because there's a lot of money to be made in this area. Manipulating retirees especially. Look, in an age when the whole world seems to be focused on elder abuse, and it happens all the time, and people talk all the time about Ponzi scams and schemers and shysters, but I got to tell you, when it comes to the banks, That's where a lot of abuse takes place. But oh no, a lot of these bank people will say they're holy. They're holy. They are looking out for your best interests. Right. They're no more looking out for your best interests than that old man Ponzi who scammed everybody back in the 1920s. Unfortunately, the financial services industry does not have a lot of true fiduciary-based investment advisors like fixed-cost financial. We're rare. And it's unfortunate that most people do not know what a true fiduciary is because of the brainwashing that agents, bankers, brokers, and these idiotic financial planners have engaged in with the duplicitous blind eye by those who call themselves journalists. You see, these get-along-to-go-along journalists that are paid based upon advertising, well, their publications are dependent upon advertising, and thus these big multinational companies continue to gain strength in this country and abroad because of, again, the duplicitous blind eye by many journalists. So the bottom line is simply this. Make sure that you have a true fiduciary that you can bounce things off of when you really need some good advice. Stay current. 
on what's going on. And if you're a client of Fixed Cost Financial, these are things that, well, they're little gems that we provide on a regular basis by way of our client education program. And yes, while it's fun to talk about the quantitative analysis approach of modern portfolio theory and non-correlated asset allocation, blah, 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 most of that goes over the head of most people and it's a waste of time. We focus on actionable items that our clients can use. And if you're not a client, you're really missing the boat. The Glass-Steagall Act was implemented for a very specific reason, and unfortunately, the reasons it was repealed do not hold water today. Our nation is becoming a nation run by multinational corporations whose lobbyists control the lemmings in Washington like a puppet master does with his menorettes. Don't let bank employees guide you when it comes to your estate planning documents. When it happens, file a complaint with the bank and with your local criminal justice prosecutors. That does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truzdo with Fixed Cost Financial. That's Fixed Cost Financial. And if you have a comment, an idea, a tip, a trick, or you just want to opine, give me a call, 888-629-7864. What's that number? It's 888-629-7864. Now, you can find us, as I always say, on Twitter at Fixed Cost Invest, on Facebook at Fixed Cost Investing, but ideally go to our website, and the feature is found under FixedCostInvesting.com. You can always simply type in the word dots, D-O-T-S dot F-M. Now, please make sure to subscribe to Connecting Dots wherever you listen to this audio, and I'll be back tomorrow with another bite-sized bite on Connecting Dots. All rights reserved. Reproduction, retransmission, or use in any form, prohibited without written authorization. 